Ladies and gentlemen, here's In the Spotlight with Shirley Lin. Welcome to In the Spotlight. I'm Shirley Lin, and here with me in the studio is Harry Guo, who is the uh, business development manager of the Ideal Venture Studio, which actually works closely with startup founders. And Harry will tell you all about it in just a moment. But let's meet Harry. Hi, Harry. Hey, Shirley. Thanks for having me. Right. Well, thanks for coming in. Yes. So anyway, we're going to start from the top because actually. I have talked to Harry before, and I have met him, and I was just really inspired by the story, his life story. So、um, we just want to replicate all that on air. <laughs> so it's just so worth it for Harry to come in and talk about his life again, and just how he ended up where he is today. First of all, I know that he went to one of the prestigious universities here in Taipei, and that is the Zhengzhou、uh, University. Yes. And、um, he studied economics, which I also did, not from the same university, but I don't remember a thing I did. But anyway,、um, he probably made it in good use. Why don't you start off? I mean, what was the first thing you did after you graduated from university? So I studied economics in in university, and、um, it was a very interesting experience for me in in the sense that it's not re- really related with、uh, anything to business. So after graduation, me and a few of my classmates and my friends, we just decided to hey, why why don't we just start our own business? So we had a startup.、Um, the startup is called Block Tempo. It's a news media platform focusing in blockchain and cryptocurrency only. We were the top two news media platform focusing blockchain with Mandarin, traditional Mandarin, and in Taiwan. Right now, now you learned all about blockchains while you were in university.、Um, not exactly, though.、Um, oh. We started off in 2017, and back then, if <laughs> anyone here still remembers, it's a、uh, it's an ICO bubble. Everyone is in investing a lot in cryptocurrency. Oh right, and、yeah. cryptocurrency, right? Yeah. So, so you economic. Study, you you did not study this while in in economics courses about、no. cryptocurrency and blockchain. No, but I do think some of the principles is is pretty much the same though.、Oh, you know, because、okay. cryptocurrency itself, it's a bit like yeah, it's it's another currency. The all the、uh, supply and demand, all the laws is just it's interchangeable. You know. Right. That's amazing. Like you were studying, you were still a college student, but you were already. In like absorbing a lot of information through outside, through Google, through all these, you know,、uh, I don't know, just there's just so much information.、Mm. So you learn all this not from school. See,、mm. there's there's so much you can learn outside of school, right? That school doesn't teach you, which included cryptocurrency and blockchain. Which to this day, I'm still very very vague about those things, which I'm so embarrassed about. Anyway, I, I'm just curious. I mean, why did you and your classmates think about? Doing a startup with cryptocurrency and blockchain. Why? We've been investing in cryptocurrency since since in college, since、uh, the senior year of college. Oh, that's why. Yeah,、um, <gasps> we didn't want to invest in stock market. Yeah, not the Taiwan stock market. We tried to do some with U.S. stock market, but、um, you know, college student, we're very very poor. <laughs> cryptocurrency、oh. back then, it's quite speculative though. Back then,、oh. back I mean, till today still is, but、uh, back then it's、um, way more worse in a way.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, so、um, yeah, we we spent quite a lot of time、uh, researching about cryptocurrency,、uh, looking up different projects, and we realized that the only media source we can get is either simplified Chinese or English. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not. There's nothing related with the local Taiwanese, you know, cryptocurrency or blockchain industry. Mm. Yeah, it's and then we don't think that's a very healthy thing, because uh, I'm I'm sure it's pretty much the same here at uh, RTI. Um, we we do believe that um, to inform people with the right information is very important. As an investor, if you're not fully informed, you're making wrong decisions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we try to be the one to prov- to provide. Um, Correct information in traditional Chinese, which can be related with the Taiwanese people. That's a smart move. Something that I'm sure not a lot of people were already doing at the time. Uh, most of the people back then, they're just trying to promote their own project. But uh, what we're trying to do is to to be more encompassed, you know, to mm-hmm. to surround uh, the entire Taiwanese uh, cryptocurrency industry. Yeah, uh, it's different. It's new. It's a, a lot of work and a very tough time, I would say. How many of you were involved in this um, startup? In the from the start, around five people. Wow. And okay. ended up and... Uh, eight to ten people. Oh wow! All right. So what happened? I mean, how how, how did it go? Um, and how long did you guys have this startup? Oh, it's it's still running. It's oh. still running. Yeah, it's still right. Live. You did say that. Okay. Yeah, uh, we have a website, uh, blocktimble.com, if you guys are interested. Um, the The reason I left, the reason I left is um, we we were we were college kids, right? Uh, we tried so many things. We have the passion to make to produce good content. Um, a thing with media platform, especially online media platform, is they have a lot of advertisements in it. It's not a bad thing. It's a it's a wonderful thing, and it's good to to make a living out of it. But uh, back then, with all the passions we got, uh, we just we chose not to have any ad- advertisements like Facebook back in the days. Mm. Yeah, uh, that was a decision uh, we made, just trying to produce good content. But uh, at the end of the day, it actually um, stopped some of our uh, members from continue doing it. Oh, why? Yeah, because we have <laughs> not much income. Oh, that's really unfortunate. But Nobody saw what you guys were doing and complimented on it and, and decided to be your sponsor. I think it's more about the environment, right? Uh, back then, it's still a huge mess. Um, those uh, focusing a lot on blockchain, trying to do the right thing, they don't want to promote themselves. Yeah, it's kind of interesting, you know, how, how people doesn't like to promote themselves. It's yeah. it's like it's equal to branding. I mean, why wouldn't you want to brand yourself if you know you're doing something good or something right? Yeah, they don't want to pay for it though. Oh, you yeah. know that really is an issue here in Taiwan. I remember a long time ago I interviewed somebody from the states. I think he was, and he came to Taiwan, and then he looked around and he thought, "I'll just start a branding company," yeah. because he saw that it was lacking in Taiwan. You know that's how it was, and even to this day, it's still the money issue. Like people don't think that oh no no I don't need branding. I mean I'm I'm doing fine, but it's just because they don't want to put money in that. And they want to see immediate results, but you can't expect immediate results from a branding today, and then you're gonna like become top company in the world or something the next day. But you know, but branding is important, and how are you gonna educate that to Taiwanese people anyway? Yeah, they are. They're they're doing great products, and in a way, they and deep down they believe that with great products, people just come to me. I don't need any branding. Uh, yeah, I think that's one of the issue. And the another thing would be um, those that are looking for branding. Are not doing great products. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that that was the uh, the background uh, in twenty seventeen. Okay, yeah, it's hard for uh, a media platform to survive back then, but it's definitely much better now with okay. the um, you know the ecosystem growing bigger and more uh, yeah better. I would say. You're listening to In the Spotlight with Shirley Lin. 
I'm speaking with Harry Guo, the business development manager of the Ideal Venture Studio and Space, which works closely with startup founders. Okay, so you decide to leave there because you yeah. think you want more challenge in your life, right? Yeah, and another thing would be,、um, you know, just starting my career with a very Edge-cutting industry.、Uh, it's not really a smart move. I lack the experience, so I, I decided to、um, go to the so-called traditional、uh, finance world.、Uh-huh. Uh, so I、um, head into fintech. Okay.、Uh, I start doing fintech、um, in supply chain financing, and later on, I、uh, start doing、um, solar energy.、Mm, yeah. Right.、Um, we were trying to have a startup、um, focusing on solar energy、uh, to let everyone. Being able to invest in a solar asset,、mm. yeah.、Um, back then, it was twenty 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 one. Back then, solar assets just not a lot out there, and、yeah. uh, mostly, that's not a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's blooming、uh, these、okay. few years. Okay, okay.、Uh, back then, there's not a lot of them out there, so、um, we decide. All right, maybe it's great to have a crowdfunding way to let people to get involved. You know,、yeah. one one thing is、um, easier to get capital. The other thing would be、uh, to raise awareness among the people. Yeah, because、um, a lot of solar assets are held by huge conglomerates. Oh, okay.、Right? And people doesn't really like that. You know, because、mm. it's either <laughs> what what happened was it's either、uh, farm or、mm-hmm. solar asset. Yeah, you cannot have it both back then. Back then,、mm-hmm. yeah.、Uh, so people's、uh, view on on solar asset isn't really that good. And、mm. it and of course it's highly political. Really? Yeah. <laughs>、um, the the yeah、Is、the government they promote solar. Is there anything that's not political? I mean seriously, yeah. right? Yeah, I agree. All right. So <laughs>、yeah. you said we. How many of you are are we talking about? You know who decided to go into this solar asset、uh, startup? Oh、uh, yeah, forget、investment. to mention about that.、Mm. Um, so after after I leave Block Tempo, I.、Um, I start doing fintech. I met、uh, my boss.、Uh, his name is Darren. He's a Singaporean back then, and we kind of have a team.、Mm-hmm. Yeah,、uh, a team from Singapore, from Hong Kong, and of course me from Taiwan. So it's pretty、uh, Southeast Asia focused.、Um, yeah, a, a kind of a team. <laughs>、mm. Yeah. So、um, we decided, hey, green energy seems like a good market.、Uh, it's booming in Taiwan. It's it's the right timing to to march in. Yeah.、Mm. So we decided to start this startup. Yeah, and start、um, offering people、um, a way to do、uh, impact investing. So, how does that work? Ideally, I mean, step by step, how do you get people to what invest in solar assets? Yeah,、um, it's it sounds complicated, but it's pretty easy. So, solar assets, it's made of、uh, tons of solar panels, right?、Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what we did was、uh, we sell each solar panel. To people, at the very same time, they rent it back to us. So every month, I will pay our so-called investors a rent, a rental fee. You pay them. Yeah, because、uh, okay. I hold the solar asset. Yeah. Yeah, or、uh, our project owner owns the solar asset. Yeah, and they keep on generating revenue. Uh-huh. Yeah, generating electricity and selling to Thai Power, so revenue comes in. Okay. Yeah, and we use that to pay the rent to our investors. Okay, <laughs> is that too complicated? <laughs> it sounds like a cycle. It is, it is a cycle. That is smart. Yeah,、uh, but it makes sense. Since、so、since the solar asset is already generating revenue, right? Yeah,、uh, on daily, we're just allowing people to get involved,、uh-huh. and by buying solar panels and rent it back to us, it's the、uh, the method in between.、Mm. Yeah, it's just a bridge. 
Okay. Yeah. That is so neat. And that's still ongoing? Uh, no, we got um, we got acquired by by a major company. Oh, oh, well, good yeah. for you. Well, that's <laughs> <Thank> good. You. <laughs> yeah. That that is that is super good. Okay. Yeah. All right. So then, um, so you touched on cryptocurrency, blockchains, and then now solar panels. Yeah. Green what energy. What was next? Okay. Yeah. Uh, during the green energy uh, company, I um, I learned a lot. Not just you know back then I was only focused on the software side, right? So during that experience, I actually learned how to um, develop. Uh, and also land development, all the way to uh, project development and uh, operation maintenance mm-hmm. and solar assets. So yeah, uh, I kind of had these, this experience in both hardware and software and dealing with government, especially it's involving land and you know energy stuffs. Yeah, and uh, after that, I started to understand more about uh, the trend of ESG. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah uh, we tried to use the term impact investing but the truth is, we're not allowing anybody to make an impact. They're just making a financial impact, but not a really an impact to the to the existing environment. You know why? The, why? the reason the reason being, uh, the solar asset is already built up, right? So yeah. the the credit is already taken up by someone else. Uh-huh. We're just using the credit to to do marketing, which is not good. And it's actually a trend. A year ago, uh, it's called greenwashing, and it's still mm-hmm. happening right now. Okay. Yeah. So um, after that, we, we learned a lot about ESG. Uh, what ESG really uh, is is about is um, it's kind of like CSR, but more about the measurement. What's, what's CSR? All right. Uh, what's CSR? Corporate social responsibility. Ah, right, right. Okay. I always yeah. forget. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So ESG, uh, environment, social, and government. Next week, Harry Guo will tell us that ESG is all about measurements. For In the Spotlight, I'm Shirley Lin.